Hello, and welcome to After the Accident, where experienced personal injury lawyers share essential information you should know before you hire a lawyer or talk to the insurance company. This podcast is brought to you by Cooper Hurley Injury Lawyers. Thanks for joining us today. So I had the pleasure of representing Matt, who was 12 years old when this crash occurred and three years later, 15, when we were able to to finish his case. Matt was a front seat passenger in a vehicle being driven by a family friend taking him to school in the morning. And here in Norfolk, as they were traveling down Lafayette, unfortunately, a truck that was a commercial vehicle, construction vehicle, pulled out from a stop sign from their right, crossing their lane of travel, causing a T-bone collision right in the intersection. So it was a nasty crash with, with terrible property damage. And uh, unfortunately, Matt was the front seat passenger in this vehicle and uh, certainly would be a, a terrifying experience for anyone, let alone a 12-year-old on his way to school. Matt was unfortunately significantly injured as a result of this T-bone crash. He was taken to CHKD Hospital here in downtown Norfolk and he was complaining of some neck pain and some headaches. So the doctors did a cervical MRI, which is a fancy way to view the ligaments and, and the internal structure of the neck. And after getting back the films and taking a look at the MRI results, the doctor saw that, that Matt had suffered a tear to one of the ligaments in his neck. And he was immediately fitted with a cervical collar, um, held stationary in his position and kept overnight for monitoring at CHKD. The concern with, with the injury that Matt suffered is that it creates instability in the neck when the tendons are torn or aren't as strong as they normally would be. And those tendons and ligaments are what support the spinal column. So if you have a tear or instability to those ligaments, you're at increased risk of causing a significant injury to your spinal cord, which as we all know, could result in paralysis or or, heaven forbid death. So it it immediately became clear that this was a serious situation. Thankfully for Matt though, his parents kept uh, getting him in to see his doctor as needed. He remained in this, this neck collar for three or four months and the ligament tear healed. And thankfully, when he returned about four months after the date of this wreck to his neurosurgeon, the neurosurgeon said, great news, we've regained stability in the neck. You can come out of the, the neck collar and you, know, you are not now in immediate risk. But unfortunately for Matt, the neurosurgeon told him that because he had suffered this injury, he shouldn't play any contact sports moving forward for the rest of his life. Uh, Matt had been uh, really involved in basketball growing up in the neighborhood with friends, with his brothers, and he had just begun football the year before. And unfortunately, in in a moment, you know, those things were taken from him. The doctor also described to Matt and his parents that You know, he shouldn't be roughhousing with his brothers or neighbors uh, because he's just at an increased risk now for an additional cervical injury or neck injury, which could involve the spinal column. So 
while Matt's doing well now, he did have a lot taken from him. Thankfully, his injuries healed. But he does have this, this thought that, that just kind of lingers over him that, you know, if he's ever in another car accident or suffers a fall or something unforeseen happens, he does have this increased risk of suffering a more significant spinal injury in the future. Matt's parents' fear and concern right off the bat was the future. Um, understandably, their 12-year-old son had just been injured. He had been fitted with a cervical collar, and he had been given this news not long after the wreck that he was going to have this lifelong restriction, this lifelong unknown concern about what if something happens to me again? How much more severe could it get? Could it involve the spinal column? So that was very apparent to be their immediate concern as parents, which is understandable. That, that's certainly where my focus would be. For Matt, you know, he was a 12-year-old boy. His, his immediate concern was, I can't play football anymore. I can't play basketball. What am I going to do with my friends? How can I still be Matt? That's what I did. So, you know, your, your heart broke for Matt. Uh, myself, you know, sports was my identity growing up with my friends, and I couldn't imagine having that taken from me. So I, I really related to Matt and understand, uh, felt like I understood the troubles and the concerns he was going through when they first came and, and met with us in our office. Matt's case was complicated, um, and we provided help in a number of ways. And in fact, Matt's case was one of the few cases that, that we handle and, and really the, the few personal injury or auto accident cases that actually have to go all the way to a jury trial. Um, we helped Matt out before a lawsuit was filed, uh, but were unable to get an appropriate settlement offer from the insurance company. We filed a lawsuit on his behalf. We worked that lawsuit up through depositions and the discovery process. We were able to get to the other side to agree to come and, and do what's called a mediation, where we sit down with a retired judge in hopes that we can come to a settlement agreement. But unfortunately, the mediation was also unsuccessful. We were not able to, to persuade the insurance company to make an offer that we felt was adequate for the, for, in terms of what, what Matt had gone through. So we were left with, with our only uh, recourse, and that was to take it to a jury trial. And thankfully, we were able in, in uh, the summer of 2021 to present Matt's case to, to seven citizens in Norfolk who heard the evidence, who heard about Matt's injuries and his damages, and at the end of the day, found in favor of Matt and awarded him $250,000 which uh, was something that we were ecstatic about. Um, that was, was much greater than we had been offered at any point in the case. So we were very pleased with the outcome. Matt was very pleased with the outcome. His parents were very pleased with the outcome. And, and you know, really, for a worthy client like Matt, who I really related to, there's nothing, nothing more rewarding. The case evolved over time. And there were different offers throughout the course of the proceedings. Uh, in Matt's case, like I mentioned, we had mediation. And at mediation, Matt and his family were offered $100,000 to conclude the case. On the morning of trial, 
when we began trial uh, in the summer of 2021, the insurance company increased their offer to $125,000. Before we did closing arguments to the jury, the offer was now $150,000. And at one point during the deliberations where the jury was trying to decide what they were gonna do on the case, the insurance company made a final offer of $175,000. But at each stage, uh, credit to Matt and his family, they were steadfast in, in what they felt was appropriate, what they needed in order to feel that their son was being taken care of. And at the end of the day, their resolve and their steadfastness paid off. And as I mentioned, the, the jury returned a, word, uh, a verdict of $250,000 in favor of Matt, which exceeded any of the offers we received uh, before that point. So one of the unique things about, about Matt's case was that he only incurred about $17,000 in medical bills uh, to treat the conditions and injuries that he suffered. In the grand scheme of things for the severity of his injury, that's not a whole lot. And a lot of the times, we lawyers expect a jury to return a verdict that has some rational basis or relationship to the amount of medical bills, two times, three times, four times the medical bills. What was unique about Matt's case is we were trying to put a value on something that's very abstract and unknown, right? What is a, a child's freedom to choose their activity worth? What is the ability to participate in football and basketball and not have this hang over your head? What is that worth in, in a dollar and cent standpoint? So that was without a doubt the most challenging aspect of this case. Finding ways to try to persuade the insurance company to appropriately value that, which we were unable to do given where we wanted the case to resolve. So instead finding ways to convince a jury that there was real financial value in those things and that Matt should be rewarded for those in their, their verdict. And, and frankly, um, we felt that he was, and we appreciated the hard work that the jury put in in coming to their decision and rendering a verdict. So I'm Griff O'Hanlon with Cooper Hurley Injury Lawyers. Thanks for listening to Matt's story and how we were able to help. And if you have any questions, please feel free to give me a call at the office, 333-3333. We have free consultations, and we'd be glad to chat with you. If you have an injury claim or think that you have questions about a family member or someone that you love who's been hurt in an accident. So again, Griff O'Hanlon, thanks for listening. Cooper Hurley, injury lawyers, 333-3333.